name is Matilda. And my name is Josephine. And this is our podcast, Leaving Sweden. Yes. Welcome to today's episode, everyone. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. Little uh, uh, <laughs> talk. <laughs> Pre-talk. No, how are you? Um, I'm good. I do have... I'm just going to give a short update on my matcha latte situation oh yes i realized that there's yeah the secret ingredient is just sugar (laughs) it's just more sugar (laughs) i thought it couldn't be couldn't be it (laughs) but it was just add more sugar and it tastes good (laughs) wow it actually was just like we thought with a starbucks scenario that like Starbucks has so much more, sh- or whatever coffee shop has so much more sugar in the matcha, so it tastes better. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Tastes better, but it's worse for you. Can't you have, like, at least some, like, better sugar, or do you use, like, white sugar? Um, we, uh, I could or get have some. Uh, we only had white sugar at home, so that's what I put in. Yeah. Maybe, like, honey or something will work. Yeah. I should try that. I mean, still type of sugar but it feels a bit better still yeah it's <laughs> more true. natural at least <laughs> i should get some honey for my matcha latte how are you could be interesting i'm good <laughs> i'm good i've had some days i think we'll get into that more later maybe um i didn't mention that before when we we talked in swedish with each other <laughs> <laughs> but i've uh, um well maybe i can take it right now let's yeah. just jump into it so I've had a little realization, not a realization, but I've had a few days now, or maybe a week even, maybe even two, no, I don't know, but a little while, uh, where I felt like low in general and not like low and like, oh, I'm depressed, like not like that, but I, but I felt just like, ugh, workout, ugh, and ugh, I don't know what to eat, ugh, and like, Oh, I feel like fluffy and like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say fat because I know like, yeah. I know that like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I know what you mean. But, <laughs> but still, you, mean. You, you still have the feeling like it's still, you know, fluctuates kind of. And, yeah. and you can still have a feeling of like, oh, I don't feel really the best me kind of. Yeah. The best version of me. So I've, I've had that for like a week. And every day I've been thinking like. I need to, I need to be get, like get better and get better, mm, and yeah. I need to uh, uh, be more happy. And I uh, let's go, Matilda! Like get some energy now! Like woo, you know? I'm yeah. trying to hype myself up and like oh, now I need to do the yoga really good so I can like sleep good and so so I can wake up with energy. You know, I've been trying so hard, kind of. And I've been drinking these like juices. I bought a juice machine a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> which is awesome, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but I've been drinking that and I'm like, oh, this will like give everything I need and blah, blah, blah. But then the other day, a couple of days ago, I I listened to a podcast and her podcast is really like... Um, I mean, she is like a a coach. I don't know what she is really, but some kind of like health something, Mm. something coach. (laughs) And she works (laughs) with it and has this podcast. And it it really didn't like what she talked about didn't really align with what I was feeling in a way. 
Yeah. But it still got me thinking to my own situation and apply it to my own situation. And I just realized, like, why am I not letting myself feel like what I'm feeling? Why am I trying so hard to, like, 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 because clearly something is a little bit off in my body. Yeah. And that's totally fine. I mean, it, it's not like I'm sick or anything. <laughs> but I just realized, like, it's okay to have a few days or week or weeks or whatever where you feel not your very best. Yeah. And you got to let yourself be there and take care of yourself in the level that you are. Uh, and when I realized that, like, poof, it just like switched something inside of me. <laughs> and the day after, yeah, yesterday, I felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so weird because I realized I don't have to try so hard. Like, it just keeps, it just puts more pressure on me when I just trying too hard <laughs> yeah and I'm like you know what I mean it's like the toxic positivity thing like you can't try to be positive when you aren't you know you don't have you can't force it I mean you shouldn't try to be more negative or like not try to get out of that mindset but you still have to accept that you're not gonna be happy all the time because I, I can't remember the name of the book, but there's a Swedish book that talks about it. Like humans aren't made to be happy all the time. It's just like we wouldn't have survived if we had been happy. Like it's evolutionary. If we had we'd always been content with everything, we wouldn't have tried to survive, you know. So we weren't made to be happy. That's true. But it, I mean, it doesn't mean that you won't be happy, but you can't blame yourself for not being happy all the time. It's just the way that you're designed. And then, like you said, you can still try to do something about it, like accept it and then maybe like drink healthy juices, like exercise and stuff yeah. like that. And you, you know, that's good, but you you shouldn't feel like, oh my God, I need to be happy because, you know, it's not mm -hmm. gonna, it's gonna make it worse, I think, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, no, I, I, I really think so too. And I think there's a lot of people who is trying to uh, like seek that kind of happiness yeah, and not realizing that all that seeking and all that looking and trying will just kind of make them miss everything that's going on right now anyways yeah. no matter how you feel yeah but the thing is that like when at least when I feel because uh, now I wasn't really conscious about that I was feeling low in one sense because sometimes when I feel like that I know like oh okay I'm having a bad day okay good yeah. <laughs> then I know you know yeah <laughs> and then I can kind of uh, uh proceed my day accordingly or like even not work out because giving myself a little rest or or I don't know eat whatever I want to whatever that might be even if it's super healthy or if it's like super not healthy yeah <laughs> I just do whatever that day but now now I felt more like uh, I don't know just in general down but I think it can be dangerous to to not be present with it yeah because then you will never be present like yeah if you just if you just live in that all the time and it's like no but I, I will get happy you know yeah <laughs> then it's like but but are you sure you will like honestly mm. like what is happy for that person who seeks that happiness you know yeah instead of just being 
being where you are right now and being like, okay, I'm having a, a low day or week or month or whatever, but I am so freaking t- thankful for whatever I have right now still, or I'm so happy that that I'm not sick or or that I have this apartment or that I have, you know, whatever you're happy about. Uh, yeah. I don't know what my point was, but yeah, but I'm like just I think it's because um, <laughs> everybody's different. I think it's important to be able to identify. Um, I mean, it, it'll probably take time, and I can't do it properly. But sometimes I've noticed when I haven't eaten, it's I, this is just very minor. I know people have bigger problems than just this, but sometimes when I'm hungry, I get super down, and I don't realize that I'm just hungry. And it might be things like that, or like you you haven't moved all week. You've just been sitting by your desk and like working, which well you gotta do, but you might not realize that that could be part of the reason that you're not feeling very great, and that maybe it's not that oh I need, I need that new couch, or I need a, I need to buy a new bag, or I need to go on vacation to feel happy. Maybe it's just that you're not treating yourself right, or that you're talking negatively to yourself, things like that are gonna make you feel less happy than you than like your standard of living is allowing you to be if that makes any sense if you have a pretty stable standard of living i think you could feel pretty content if you just let yourself uh and you treat yourself the right way i think that does that Mm -hmm. make any sense (laughs) yeah absolutely like uh in the podcast that i listened to that made me me think (laughs) she mentioned something that i really liked and that was like write a list about what you would want a partner to do for you yeah at first when she said that i was like that's kind of weird like asking (laughs) so much from another person but then she was like write all that down and then give that to yourself and i was like oh so (laughs) so if you want a, a a partner to be uh like more loving or say more kind words or or make you breakfast or whatever. Do yeah. that for yourself. Like say more loving words to you. Do make like make your make yourself a, a really nice breakfast and like just you know go on go on little dates with yourself or grab a coffee alone somewhere at a cafe or in your favorite park or like whatever. And and that really, I think that when she said that, that was the thing that really made me shift in my energy and was mm. like, fuck, I can really change this myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, I kind of have a thing that I want to use to segue into today's topic, but I, I went on Instagram. I can't remember the influencer's name. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. But uh, she got a comment about someone saying, wow, I wish I had your life. Um, it looks so good. And she said, I made this life myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so you can always make, I mean, if you have, of course, there are people who might not be able to, but if you have a pretty like stable and like, quote unquote, normal life, if that makes any sense, like you can usually make your life what you want it to be. And I think that's very important to keep in mind. Like, it's not just like this person woke up one day and <laughs> had this nice apartment and and it's not like the universe does yoga for her. She does the yoga herself. That's why she's, you know, does that make any sense? She made that herself. Mm-hmm. And in order to make the life that you want, sometimes you have to 
venture into the unknown, <laughs> which is what we want to talk about today. Uh, leaving what's familiar. Yes. <laughs> and how do you do exactly. that? <laughs> the whole, it's kind of yes. a mysterious how thing, do you do that? but it's not that mysterious when you do it yourself. It might look like it from the outside, but honestly, it's not. So we want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both because, I mean, I think it's a really interesting topic and it's a really important one as well. But also we have a lot of experience, both the two of us, <laughs> but also around us. So I have this close relative um, who just recently experienced this. And he uh, he was in a situation where he thought he was going to be for a long time. And... He was like, he was really focused on that, very into it. And he made it his, he thought he was like, this is my life's work, you know. Uh, but realized later on, or well, now recently that it wasn't for him, really. Anyways. And he even asked me like, so what do I do now? And I was like, exactly. Yeah, what like don't say it like that like what do you do now yeah. like it's so exciting because when you that's how I always saw it like when something mm. ends yeah. it could be a relationship or it can be a journey like an actual like trip somewhere or like whatever like when I left LA to go to Sweden it was also a whole journey ending and I was like what am I gonna do now you know but I just I've always seen it as something positive that like I literally have nothing to do right now oh my god I could choose whatever I want to do where do I want to move where do I want to go like who do I want to meet you know like I can choose whatever and I told him that and he was like yeah it's true you know and he realized that and, and he actually stopped doing what what he was doing and and thought he was going to do for a long time and he just started something new and it is scary but it has to be kind of i really do think it it, it has to have some kind of fear in it because if 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 you're not scared of it i mean then everyone could do it right <laughs> so it's it's that little extra fear that shows you really who you are and like your capacity of perceiving things, I guess. Um, and like, are you able to to take this next step? Like, yes, you are, you know? And, and yeah, it, it was just something that happened that I was really, uh, really proud about in a way. Because it takes a lot to, to really make such such a decision. remember I this is I'm, I'm trying to keep this short so I first I went to Japan to study there at an American university a long time ago um, and I didn't like it I I found that I didn't like it from the start like it was a it was in a tiny office building um, and the 
like atmosphere was kind of strange, but I, I was like, I'm in Japan, I'm studying in Japan, I should be happy, you know, because this is this is my dream. And sometimes, as you said, like it might feel like, oh, this is what I should be doing because this is my dream and I couldn't possibly ask for more because you feel like, how could I do more than this? Is This is like the max that I could do. I shouldn't be like, oh, what could I do better? But it came to like a point when I was in Japan that I was I was like 19 or 20 or something at that point. And I was like, I can't be doing this anymore. And I actually, I went home. And of course, I ventured into the unknown when I went to Japan in the first place. But at that point, it was just kind of exciting because I didn't have anything to do anyways. But after I had come home from Japan and I knew I wanted to go back... I was still in that kind of mindset that we talked about, like, oh, what do I do now? Because I thought that I had already done all that was possible for me to do. And that's a bad mindset to have. Like, you think that just because it's you, you're kind of different from other people and that you have kind of a limit, a lim like a limit, um, a ceiling as to what you can do compared to other people. And that's the mindset I had for a long time. But then... I had a, I did have a plan. I did have a plan. Like, so I was going to apply for this scholarship <laughs> to go back to Japan and study at a Japanese university because that was my actual dream. Um, and I failed. Uh, it's a long story, so I'm not about it. I didn't get the scholarship and it wasn't even my fault, which is kind of funny. They messed something up and I couldn't get the scholarship. And then I was back again, like, oh my God, what do I do now? Like, my life is over. That's how I was thinking at the time. But then again, I don't remember my exact thought process, but I was at least like, I can't give up. Like, I can't stay in Buruos and just like sit in my mom's apartment and sleep on her couch and like cry because my boyfriend at the time had like broken up with me. It was a mess. So I was like, it was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. I just like, oh God. I, when I look back at it now, I'm just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so dumb but yeah I was a mess and I was like I can't I know if I stay on my mom's couch I, you know, just, nothing's gonna get any better so I just mm -hmm. I I actually did apply to I, I made a list of universities that I wanted to go to and then I just applied to the first one because applying doesn't mean that I have to take any big steps actually that's a good thing to think of when you want to leap into the unknown like the first steps that you take you don't actually have to so to speak go anywhere so it's not that scary just take those steps because it's not like you're going out of your comfort zone to apply for applying to somewhere so it's a good tip just apply and see what happens so that's what I did and I actually ended up getting into the first university that I applied to without having to apply to any of the other ones and I remember asking my mom like I was like oh my god the student debt that I'm gonna have and like what if this is like the biggest mistake of my life? Because I was younger then. I was more scared of those things. And she said, and my mom, she said like, well, you, you, if you don't take this, you're just dumb. Like, it doesn't matter if you're scared. <laughs> like, this is... And I think a lot of things in life are like that. It's just, I think I said it in a past episode. Like, it's, it's scary, but it's not actually dangerous. You know, so you... And then... <sighs> It's, it sounds anticlimactic climatic when I talk about it, but I went and I realized then that what if I hadn't gone, I wouldn't be here now. And it like, as I said, like mm -hmm. the small steps that you take to go somewhere, 
don't feel that scary. It's just like the whole big thing of leaving and like the whole thing feels scary. But if you just take the small steps to go somewhere, you'll realize that before you know it, you are where you thought you would never get. You thought like, oh, that's too big or too scary for me. But if you just first you apply and then you book the plane tickets and then you sign some documents. And then before you know it, you're like you're in Japan and you're like at your dream university kind of thing. Um, so it's not that like looking from the outside, it's kind of like, wow, so mysterious. Like one day she's in Buruas and the next day she's in Tokyo. <laughs> you know, it's not, you know what I mean? So like you could mm-hmm. do that too. My dad, he's a big inspiration to us all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> to me, uh, he's the best. But so, okay, so my dad, he was a journalist for 27 years and he worked at the same place for all those years in Burles at the, at the local newspaper and all his life pretty much and, and especially all my life has been doing broderies, uh, tiny, tiny little broadery <laughs> artworks kind of, of a lot of different things like everything you can imagine pretty much. Um, and he's been just doing it, you know, all my life I've been seeing him sitting there and he's doing it and, and he enjoys it, you know, and it's nothing more to it. But then one day he felt like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to do broadery full time and I'm going to fucking do it. So he quit at his super safe, super comfortable job where he had, you know, good salary and like good co-worker like everything was good but he just didn't want to be there like he didn't see any purpose with himself being there anymore he thought it was boring like i i'm mm. not cr- contributing to anything else like i've met all the people i want to meet and i've done all the things i want to do so why am i still here kind of um i guess that was the feeling he had yeah <laughs> um <laughs> So, so yeah, he quit to just do broderies and that was some years ago now. How many years ago was that? I don't know. Yeah. Quite a few. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even <laughs> tell. It's just blending, blending into like everything, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but in the beginning, it obviously like nothing really happened because no one knew about him. But he kept on doing it. He kept on doing all these big, big artworks. And eventually he started to like exhibit them just small at first, like locally. And and then one of his artworks, um, it got ex- uh, uh, in an exhibition in Stockholm, which is really, really, really big. And it's like, it's really fit. like if you wanna if you're a painter or some kind of artist um that does like you know broderie or like painting or what else could there be i don't know maybe that's the only <laughs> only two i'm not sure I don't know. yeah but, but anyways uh, uh, but anyways <laughs> if you're some kind of that that kind of artist <laughs> uh like that exhibition is the very top like you can't get higher in sweden when it comes to that so dad sent one uh, artwork in and and they like the, the, he exhibited there. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And that was a few years ago. And then this year he applied again. And 
they took it like or they, like they accepted it again and it's like it, thousands and thousands of people who send in all their artwork so it's pretty cool and from there now um first the local newspaper was like okay we gotta do a thing about this and then someone else saw it and yeah. then someone else saw it and then yeah. someone else saw it <laughs> and eventually he ended up in the fucking tv um like national wide uh, tv not just nat- like local. yeah exactly no not just local he was on the local tv as well but yeah. they actually like Okay, to give some kind of uh, I don't know reference or whatever, but yeah. Um, so he was on the on the channel four. Yeah. And <laughs> in Sweden, that's that's the channel that sends like Swedish Idol and uh, what else like Dancing with the Stars, I guess you call it there. And, and you know, like the it's that kind of like entertainment channel, and he was actually on there in a in a show at like five six in the night. So it was like you know. It's pretty big. It's just, yeah. you know, my dad. It's insane. <laughs> is, yeah, it's pretty insane. It happens so fast now. Yeah. And what I want to get to is that he started off with just a feeling that this is not what I'm going to do. I know what I want to do and I'm going to keep on doing it. But it took a few years. But now he really is starting like to get some to get some great attention from other other artists and people and i mean this would only lead to better things from from now on like people will probably like buy more of his artworks and uh, and order you can order from him too and be like oh i want to have a portrait of my kid or whatever <laughs> and he could actually like do a broader of it um so it's pretty cool but I mean, he he was 50 plus when this happened. So it doesn't have to be that you're in your 20s and like, you got to make a decision now. Like, (laughs) it doesn't have to be like that, even if we're like kind of promoting that as well. But (laughs) yeah, of course, like it's important to remember, like, yeah, yeah. But no matter what age you're in, like, even if it's one year until you're uh, 65, where it stopped working in Sweden, like, even if you're 64 and you're like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, so quit, you know, <laughs> like do what you want to do, because if you truly believe in it, it will happen. And that's just how it is. All right, everyone. So this was this week's episode. Yeah. And I hope you like it. Yeah. A little bit about the unknown not being so unknown once you start your journey, basically. Exactly. It will turn out good either way. Thank you, Josephine, for today. And I'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios. (laughs)